GP Insights, a health cert podcast. Practical advice for busy GPs on how to treat with confidence and grow their practice. My name is David Wilkinson. I am a professor of general practice and primary care and deputy vice chancellor at Macquarie University, Sydney, Australia. Welcome to our series of podcasts that celebrate the 30-year history of uh, dermoscopy. In this series, we have a number of uh, leaders in the field of dermoscopy, each of whom provide a short summary of how they have used dermoscopy in their practice, the impact it has had on them and their practice, and their thoughts about uh, the future of dermoscopy. Uh, We hope you enjoy the series very much. In this short podcast, uh, Dr. Ashmar Goob, dermatologist from New York, provides a quite fascinating insight to his own experiences and journey uh, with demoscopy, um, starting very much uh, literally at the beginning of the true history uh, of dermoscopy itself. And and Ash speaks in moving terms um, about the uh, impact of of being exposed to the very first uh, dermoscopes had on him. We hope you enjoy. Hi, wishing you all a good day. This is Ashfaq Morgub. I'm an attending dermatologist at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. My practice consists of managing patients with skin cancer and also taking care of patients at high risk for developing skin cancer. My first encounter with a dermatoscope was during my pigmented lesion fellowship at New York University Hospital in Manhattan approximately 30 years ago. I remember the day that my mentor, Dr. Alfred Koff, received a package from Heine. I was sitting in Al's office and watched as Al opened the package and out came the Heine handheld dermatoscope. This was the first dermatoscope that existed in the United States. And Al handed it to me and proclaimed that this instrument will usher in the future and improve the management of patients with pigmented lesions. He also declared at that time that from now on, all of our research efforts will be focused around this instrument. I remember examining patients with this scope over the next few weeks and marveled at the incredible new universe that was opening up in front of my eyes. It was simply fascinating. I also realized that my color blindness was no longer a hindrance since much of the diagnosis with dermoscopy relies upon morphology. In fact, I think that this may have been the primary reason that convinced me to ultimately pursue a career in pigmented lesions. Dermoscopy has, from the very start of my career in dermatology, served as the foundation for my physical examination of patients. It has continued to provide me with insights, and 30 years later, I am still amazed at how much dermoscopy continues to enhance what I do as a clinician and how it continues to provide limitless new insights for research. Much still needs to be explored with dermoscopy, including evaluation of magnified dermoscopy images and exploration of multispectral dermoscopy. Dermoscopy will also continue to play an ever more important role in documentation, communication, tele-dermatology, and artificial intelligence. Dermoscopy has opened up a new universe, and the information we have learned has been transformative. I remain amazed that the well of knowledge that dermoscopy still has to offer is far from drying up. I suspect that this well may in fact never dry up.
it is simply unbelievable. Here, uh, Emilios Laras from, from Greece speaks about how his own experiences with demoscopy as he started out his uh, residency training uh, in, uh, in dermatology a few years ago and maps out how his own experiences have changed over time as the technology with demoscopy has also developed. Dear friends, hello to everybody. I am um, Emilius Lalas from uh, uh, Greece, from the Aristotle University of uh, Thessaloniki. And I like very much this initiative of the anniversary of, uh, of 30 years of dermoscopy and this, uh, this idea to, uh, which gives us the opportunity to remember, to go a trip back in time and remember our first, um, our first, the first time that we got in contact with, uh, with dermoscopy. So, as far as I can remember, and I think I still can remember quite uh, uh, accurately, my story is like this. Uh, a few days before starting my residency program, so you can imagine that I had absolutely no idea about dermatology at all, with the exceptions of the things that we learn in university as students, but this is very basic stuff that you already forget uh, before starting the the residency. So a week before, uh, I went to the to the hospital to meet the people and so on, and then I realized that in the weekend, so still before the day that I start, there was a dermoscopy course. Uh, going on, which was held by Jeppi Argenziano, who was, uh, Jeppi was of course much younger then, but already uh, quite fam very famous, and he came in, uh, in Greece for this course. So, uh, I repeat, without having any contact at all with dermatology, I went to this course, and of course, immediately, only by attending, uh, I immediately fell, uh, fell in love with uh, with dermoscopy. So that day I bought a dermatoscope. Now, uh, you should imagine that uh, this period in my hospital, there were uh, uh, not more than two dermatoscopes in total, uh, which were shared among doctors. Uh, and once or twice per day, somebody was asking the dermatoscope in order to examine a peculiar lesion. And then I uh, I uh, appeared there, a new resident, with my personal dermatoscope. So practically I was the only one, or maybe uh, there was one more, that had uh, his personal dermatoscope. And I started, of course, uh, looking uh, with the dermatoscope everything, but literally everything, everything. And uh, the interesting thing was that I was using my dermatoscope without, before, having acquired any knowledge on dermatology. So my response to the question, if I did clinical examinations before without dermoscopy is no, because I started with dermoscopy. So I don't know how life in dermatology is or could be without dermoscopy. And to be honest, I wouldn't like to know it because I cannot even imagine uh, doing my job without a dermatoscope. Now, uh, Seriously speaking, the impact, well, uh, uh, huge. The impact is huge. Everything changed uh, in our clinical practice 
with, uh, uh, with dermoscopy, not only because we are able to recognize much, much better uh, benign and malignant, of course, mainly malignant skin tumors, but uh, we use it also for, for skin eruptions for everything because it uncovers a completely unknown morphologic world, world full of structures and features. Uh, it enriches so much uh, our uh, way to understand how morphology uh, of tumors and inflammatory diseases looks like. And of course, uh, dermoscopy also had a huge impact in practice because uh, based on, the observ on, the, on dermatoscopic observations, we questioned and finally changed to a certain extent uh, our traditional way of thinking on, uh, on uh, genesis of cancer or evolution uh, of, uh, of tumors. In the future, uh, well, there is no doubt uh, at all that uh, the dermatoscope will uh, continue to be and will remain the stethoscope of every dermatologist, of every general practitioner who deals with uh, skin, skin, skin tumors or skin eruptions. Uh, I cannot imagine in the future somebody um, uh, doing this job without uh, using a dermatoscope. And precisely because the dermatoscope is a purely clinical tool, just as the stethoscope is uh, for, for internists or for, for GPs dealing with, with general diseases, uh, for this reason, it is not. It cannot be replaced by any other technology, uh, because the main power of dermoscopy is that it can be used very quickly in any setting. Uh, it doesn't matter if you work in a sp specialized hospital or in a small, uh, in a small village. Uh, still, you can use your dermatoscope, and you you can do it quickly, and you can do it without uh, spending any money practically. For these reasons, the dermatoscope will remain the stethoscope of, uh, of all of us and will be an integral part of the figure of a dermatologist or a physician uh, dealing with uh, skin diseases. Of course, there is still much to, to discover. Uh, imagine that the world of inflammatory diseases is not really explored uh, for the moment, but even in skin tumors, there are uh, uh, things that we still discover uh, today with with consecutive research efforts and um, overall I think that the, this was the, the, the revolution of the millennium in the diagnostics of uh, uh, of skin cancer and skin diseases and and it will for sure remain uh, an irreplaceable tool. Last thing if you didn't already experience it, you will feel it very, very soon. For some reason, dermoscopy is addictive. So once you use it, you cannot stop. Uh, and uh, that's also very nice um, because for some reason it's funny and we enjoy a lot applying it. We also enjoy speaking about it, teaching it, learning it, exchanging our uh, opinions and ideas. So uh, it's not only useful, but it's also fun. So uh, I invite you to get infected. That's it. Bye-bye. Well, there we are. Some uh, fascinating insights and some terrific little stories and vignettes there. Um, let's look forward to the next podcast in the series.
Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe so you can get updates whenever we post more. And please share it with others. And for more info, please go to healthcert.com.